Hey guys, I'm Pete Mundo. We're Heartland College Sports Weekly, part of heartlandcollegesports.com, your independent digital media outlet covering the Big 12 Conference. It's great to have many of you on board. We are on Facebook Live. We are on Periscope as well, as we are each and every week. And of course, we'll be up on the podcast later today too. And that's where many of you are on the podcast. So don't forget, if you're on the podcast, leave us that rating, review, subscribe to the podcast. It helps us tremendously keep building this show. And in return, we have got free Heartland College Sports koozies for you. Just leave us a rating and review. Send us a screenshot of that rating and review to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com. It really does help, and it's our little way to give back and uh, appreciate that many of you are a part of the show each and every week. So before we get to Farmageddon, and we're going to start there with the two Big 12 games yesterday, our picks went 1-1 against the spread. Uh, A lot of you Iowa State fans are never going to let me forget the fact that I took Kansas State in the points in this game. I thought I made a compelling case for why I thought Kansas State could cover the spread. I look like an idiot in hindsight for thinking that Kansas State could cover this spread. But such is life when you're picking games against the number. I had a very good pick, Oklahoma minus seven, so I I won that one with ease. So on the season, our picks are 22-16. and against the spread. That's a good number against the spread. All right. That's a very good number against the spread. So I know we bombed out in the K-State pick. We nailed the Oklahoma pick. We're 22 and 16. And by the way, our picks are all being done through mybookie.com. Use the promo code BIG12 for a 100% sign-up bonus. That means you put in 100, you put in 250, you get 250 out of the gates. They just put it in your account. They give it to you. You can use it for the college games, the NFL games, whatever you want to use it for. They're a huge partner, huge partner of ours at uh, mybookie.com. So anyway, you can help them, place your bets with them, and get uh, free money out of the gates as well with our our promo code big12 at mybookie.com. All right, let's get to Farmageddon. Uh, Scott on Facebook Live said it as well as you can say it, summarizing this, simply saying K-State did not show up. No, they didn't. But it's a combination of things. K-State didn't show up, but Iowa State was out of this world good. I mean, Iowa State, if that Iowa State team plays the way it did yesterday down the stretch where the defense is clicking, the offense is lighting things up. Brees Hall is the best running back in college football. That's going to be a very tough team to beat. I don't care even if it's Oklahoma, and it looks like those are the two best teams right now in the Big 12. Uh, But if that team plays like it did yesterday, uh, it is going to be unbelievable unbelievably tough to beat that team. That's that's how good this team is, and that's how good it looked yesterday. So uh, let's get to some of what took place in the Iowa State 45 to nothing win over Kansas State. You know what I'm pleased by? I'm pleased by the fact that Brock Purdy is starting to really use guys that weren't getting as much attention early in the season. Case in point, Xavier Hutchinson. You know, I know that this guy um, is a new face in many respects, but still, you're seeing him and you're seeing his ability really shine. 6'3", 210, big body out wide. And for him, it was his best game of the season. Six catches with uh, 111 yards yesterday, a touchdown as well. By far his best output. But you're starting to see him become a bigger part of the offense. That means Brock Purdy's getting more comfortable as well because he was so reliant on those tight ends, most notably, of course, Charlie Kohler 
who's a great player, by the way. I'm not saying you shouldn't rely on the guy. But he was not utilizing the weapons that he had, and he's starting to do that. And you're seeing Hutchinson really, I think, blossom into a star at that position for Iowa State. It's a question we had all offseason, right? Who's going to be that wide receiver star for the Cyclones? And there's every reason to believe that Xavier Hutchinson can be that guy. So Brock Purdy is getting more comfortable with his targets out wide. And then Brees Hall, I said earlier, but what more can you say? He's the best running back in America today. Uh, Brees Hall, it's not even close. And the broadcasters, and I love Tim Brando. Tim's a friend of the show. He's been on the show. I don't know if it was Tim or it was uh, uh, Spencer Tillman who called him Bryce a couple of times. Guys, I mean, he's the best running back in America. Can we not insult the man and get his name right, please? Is that too difficult? 15 carries, 135 yards, two scores, nine yards per carry. He is a stud. I can't wait to see him on Sundays. It's just going to be uh, so much fun. So much fun to watch uh, this team continue to put it together. And then on the defensive side of the ball, 10 tackles for loss, three sacks. I was concerned about this young Kansas State offensive line going up against um, this young Kansas State offensive line going up against this Iowa State front seven. But the Iowa State front seven had not really put it all together perfectly this season. They just hadn't done it. Well, they did it yesterday. They did it yesterday, and it was uh, pretty to watch, unless you were, of course, a Kansas State fan. So uh, comments, questions, we'll get to those on Iowa State. And then I also want to dive into the disaster that was Kansas State yesterday and what went wrong. A lot of you talking about Bedlam. Don't worry, we're going to get to Bedlam here coming up in just a second as well. Uh, Peter writes on Facebook Live, love the name. In any other year, the Cyclones would lay an egg after a win like this. I think they shake this win off quicker than other teams might have. This might finally be the year they get over the hump. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly with that comment, Peter. I am not worried about this team having a letdown. Yeah, I, they've got Texas this week. I, I, if they lose to Texas, it's not going to be because mentally they were still soaking up this K-State win. They're going to lose because they just got beat. So I'm with you there, Peter. I think that's a very good point. I'm not concerned about the Cyclones laying an egg. It's not saying that I'm guaranteeing a victory, although they should be the favorites against Texas. But I will tell you, I agree. I'm not worried about an egg uh, being laid by this Cyclones team. They seem very focused right now, and they're playing their best football of the season, which hasn't typically been the case. It's not typically been the case for Iowa State under Matt Campbell. November's year where they kind of peter out down the home stretch. That does not appear to be happening. In fact, it's the reverse where they're getting stronger down the home stretch in the month of November. That's what you want to see. Todd writes, that was the best overall performance I've seen Iowa State play in my 40 years as a fan. Amazing effort. Yeah, I agree, Todd. It's just too bad no one could be there for it. <laughs> I mean, 2020, right? Uh, 2020. No doubt about it. Uh, and on top of that, by the way, Iowa State trying for its first conference title in 108 years. 1912, the last conference title for Iowa State in football. That is unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. Whew. Boy, oh boy. So, all right, Kansas State, what's going on there? One thing I'll knock K-State for that first drive, you're down 7 nothing. You get the ball down inside the five-yard line. You go for it on a fourth and goal from the two. I didn't mind the stones from Chris Kleiman there on the road. 
but I still would have taken the points. I put that up on Twitter yesterday. Find us there at heartland underscore CS, or I'm on Twitter at Pete Mundo. You can find me there as well. Uh, but I said at the time, you know, I would have taken the points down seven, nothing early in the game. I don't mind going for it, but what I hate is the play call. The play call from Kansas State on that fourth and goal in the opening drive. It's Will Howard between the tackles. You've been doing that, you know, for the most of the drive. You got to be a little creative, a little creative on a fourth and goal from the two. You got trips out wide to the left. I'm not saying throw it out wide left. I, I wouldn't have liked that either. But I mean, roll out Deuce Vaughn on a screen play. I'd give me something more than Will Howard is not exactly, you know, Kyler Murray trying to get the ball in the end zone there. So th- this is a team that um, just was not ready for the moment yesterday. A young team, tough spot on the road, dealing with COVID issues. All that factored in. I still thought that Kansas State just has had Iowa State's number in so many of these games. I thought they could cover the spread. I didn't think they'd win. And that was a horrible, horrible prediction by me. So very bad job. Obviously, I'm taking all the responsibility for it. But um, yeah, tough spot at many levels. And I understand many of you are not happy with the offensive play calling. But still, uh, this is going to be a tough, tough stretch the rest of the way. You know, K-State is now after what? Uh, 4-0 start in conference play. They lost three in a row. They've got Baylor and Texas left. They should be able to split those games if they don't then a lot of that shine from early on in the season is definitely going to wear off. But I'm still high on this team going forward. I still am. All right, uh, let's get to Bedlam. Oklahoma wins 41-13 to over Oklahoma State in a thrashing. Mike Gundy is now 2-14, and 2-14 against Oklahoma. It's just horrible, absolutely horrible. And can somebody tell me what the hell is Mike Gundy doing? Punting the ball. Did you see this? Mike Gundy punting the ball down 21 from the OU 44-yard line. I know it was like a fourth and 10. But, dude, just wave the white flag. I mean, you know, pack up your bags and go home. Tell ESPN, tell ABC, tell uh, Fowler and Herb Street they can go home. Uh, that was just terrible by Mike Gundy. I mean, he's Gotta do better than that. I, I, what are you playing? Field position down twenty-one with twelve minutes left. I give people something to to, to feel good about. Jeez, I that was just embarrassing for Mike Gundy. That being said, and we'll get to the game in a second. Jim Traber and Rashawn Woods on Oklahoma radio after the game calling for Mike Gundy to be fired. I mean, are you guys idiots? A serious, what a couple of morons. I mean, this guy is the best coach in Oklahoma State history. He put him on the map on a national level. I get it. He can't beat OU. But, you know, it's a tough spot for him on the road. Oklahoma's playing incredible football. And I know this is the golden era for Oklahoma State football. It just blows that it's coinciding with some of the best football that Oklahoma's played in its history, which is saying something. But it's true. Like, Oklahoma's playing some of the best football it's played in the entire program's history. But so is Oklahoma State. And that's just an unfortunate luck. That's what that is. Uh, Jack on Facebook Live. Is Gundy's job at risk? It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. That's so, it would be insane. Insane if it is. So Jim Traber, you know, I used to work in Oklahoma. My first job was in uh, uh, Woodward, Oklahoma. Not first job, but one of my first radio jobs at the uh, great K101 Z92 radio up there 
uh, love the crew up that way and, and love that town and that whole Northwest Oklahoma area. So I know Traber. I think he's just being a loudmouth blowhard is what he's being, uh, looking for some reaction. But you, you, Mike Gundy's job cannot be at risk. I, and I understand why Oklahoma State fans are infuriated. Okay? I get it. But at the same time, I mean, that, that cannot be something that is a legitimate conversation Oklahoma State would be having after this loss. What could be at risk is Spencer Sanders' job. Shane Ellingworth wasn't great, but he certainly fits the mold of the Oklahoma State offense better than Sanders does. There's just, I, I think that's becoming more and more clear by the day. More and more clear by the day. Uh, so, you know, we'll see what happens. Probably an offseason conversation, but keep an eye on that. I don't know if you guys know this, but two out of three of you will experience some form of male pattern baldness by the age of 35. And the best way to prevent hair loss is to do something about it while you still have hair left. That's where Keeps comes into play. Yes, K-E-E-P-S. Keeps, like keeping that hair on your head. And Keeps is one of only two FDA-approved hair loss products out there. You may have tried them before, but probably never for this price. Keeps treatment typically takes between four and six months to see results, so it's important to act fast. The sooner you start using Keeps, the more hair you'll save. So find out why Keeps has more five-star reviews than any of its competitors, and more than 100,000 men trust Keeps for their hair loss prevention medication. Keeps treatment starts at just 10 bucks per month, plus for a limited time, you can get your first month free. And how do you do that? Well, you go to keeps.com slash heart to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash heart. Get on it now. You won't want to miss out and stop dragging those feet. Keeps.com slash heart. Now for Oklahoma. This is why I took the Sooners in this game. Ramondre Stevenson has changed the offense. Spencer Rattler is looking more comfortable by the moment. And then on top of that, you've got a situation where uh, the defense is also just getting better and better and better. And that's in large part thanks to Ronnie Perkins, who continues to make his presence felt. He had two sacks, three tackles for loss in the game yesterday. Uh, He is just money. This guy could be a top 10, top 15 draft pick when all is said and done. I'd be curious to get your thoughts on that. Uh But this team on both sides of the ball is looking so good. And that's why I wrote last night. If you don't read the articles on heartlandcollegesports.com, if you're just a podcast listener, please go check out the written work we've got. I mean, it it is so good. And I say that obviously with a bias, but it's not just me. All right, we've got a lot of contributors, more contributors than we've ever had right now at heartlandcollegesports.com putting up great content for you. So be sure to check it out. We also have, by the way, let me give a plug to our Big 12 message boards. They're free. We give away 20 bucks each week to the best poster of the week. We want to make it a Big 12 community. So please do go check out our message boards at heartlandcollegesports.com. But Oklahoma doesn't have a top four resume in college football right now. But this team is playing like a top four team in college football right now. Do you understand what I'm saying by that? I mean, what I'm saying is that I understand if you were to look at the resumes, Oklahoma does not have a top four resume. But I would stack up this team and how it's playing in this moment against just about anybody in the country outside of maybe Alabama. Uh, that's how good they're playing on both sides of the ball. And Rattler is getting more and more comfortable. That's a big deal. And it's not likely OU makes the college football playoff. The Big 12 is probably out. Everybody has two losses right now. You would need complete chaos. But hey, it's 2020, so why the hell not, right? 
let's see on Facebook Live. What do we got here? On Facebook Live, do you think Alex Grinch, the Oklahoma DC, leaves for a head coaching job? I don't. I I don't think there are a lot of head coaching jobs that are going to be open because of COVID, most notably, and the fact that these uh, these concerns that these athletic departments are having, they're not going to buy out guys for five ten million bucks. So I don't see Alex Grinch taking a uh, let's say a Group of Five job. He would want to get a good job. I mean, he's an Oklahoma defensive coordinator making seven figures. He's got no reason to go out there and just, you know, leave. But it's a good question. It's a very good question. What else is on Facebook Live? Uh, uh, Pete, no way Tom Herman goes anywhere. I'm not crazy, am I? That's from Matt. No, Tom Herman's not going anywhere, Matt. I mean, unless... No, I think he saved his job these last couple of weeks. Unless Urban Meyer is like, I'm ready, let's get this done, and if we don't get it done, I'm going somewhere else. That's the only way. That's the only way that I see a scenario where Tom Herman is ending up in a situation where he ends up going anywhere. It's the only way. So unlikely uh, from all levels that Tom Herman, he's going to be the head coach at Texas next year. I'd be shocked if he wasn't. If he lost those last couple of games, I'd be concerned. But right now, I think he's in a very good place. So I'm not concerned about Tom Herman. I think he's going to hang on to that job. Uh, What else do we have? I know you want OU in the playoffs, but the Oklahoma State offensive line is young and not good at all. That's true. That's absolutely true. But give Oklahoma credit. I mean, they're playing well on defense at all three levels. All three levels, they're playing well. So I, you, you got to give them that. You got to give them that. There's no question about it that they're playing well. Do you think if Iowa State wins the Big 12, Matt Campbell leaves for Michigan? That's a good question. That's a good question. I mean, Jim Harbaugh, I actually turned on. I don't know if you guys did late last night uh, after Bedlam ended. I put on uh, the Big Ten Network where Rutgers and Michigan were taking on each other, and Michigan won that game in, like, triple overtime. Uh, And in that game, what is going on on my Periscope? Guys, on Periscope, relax. You're nuts on Periscope. Jeez, there's some stalkers on there. Take it easy. Uh, Michigan beating Rutgers in triple overtime and acting like they just won the Big Ten. It, it has gotten bad in Michigan, really bad at Michigan. Oh, man, I, I can't see Campbell doing it. I can't. He's continued to put his money where his mouth is. Every time we thought he might go somewhere, Matt Campbell continues to say, no, I'm loyal to this program. And he's probably got another year of Bryce. uh, I almost called him Bryce Hall because Tim Brando and Spencer Tillman were calling him Bryce Hall. Bryce Hall. He could have another year of Brock Purdy. Jeez, I don't know. I I really believe that Matt Campbell's a loyal guy. I don't think he chases the almighty dollar. He's making a ton of money at Iowa State. His life is not going to change between, and I don't know, I'm going off the top of my head, whatever it is, $3 million at Iowa State and $5 million or $6 million at Michigan. Your, your lifestyle doesn't change at that point. So I, I do not think that Campbell will do it. And I've said that consistently the last couple of years, and I hope I'm proven right because this conference is better with Matt Campbell as the head coach at Iowa State. It is fun. 
Pete, what the heck happened uh, to K-State? What's going on there? I, it, just a perfect, perfect storm of situation. That's that's all it was. Uh, it's a tough spot for him going on the road with COVID issues, young team in Ames. I, that's, I, you know, they've lost three in a row. I get it. Fans are upset, but they had overachieved early in the season. They had overachieved. Now they're coming back down to earth a little bit. But I, I still am very optimistic on Chris Kleiman and, and what the future holds for Kansas State football. So I wouldn't worry about that if I were a Kansas State football fan. But let's just run through the uh, Big 12 standings here with you real quick. The Big 12 standings look like this. Iowa State's in first place at 6-1. and one. Oklahoma's 5-2. and two. Texas 4-2. and two. Oklahoma State 4-2. and two. The reality is this. It's Iowa State, Oklahoma, and Texas. That's the combination that can make the Big 12 title game. And Iowa State, Texas, I mean, that's an elimination game essentially this weekend. It's going to be huge, and we can't wait for that one. So be sure to uh, make sure that if you are not subscribed to our podcast, if you're on Facebook Live or Periscope right now, or YouTube, subscribe to our podcast. Middle of the week, we put up a podcast only for you. Wherever you get your podcasts, uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, go on there, subscribe to the podcast, leave us that rating and review. We'll have previews and predictions for you. We release that podcast on Wednesday each and every week. So uh, that is going to be coming here in just a couple of days. I know it's also Thanksgiving week, so we want to wish all you guys a happy Thanksgiving. Bart on Facebook Live, OU's a top 10 team. Obviously, they're improving this year. Look ready to roll in 2021. Oh, this team is going to be dangerous, dangerous in 2021. If you're Iowa State, if you're Texas, you want to get into the Big 12 title game and win it this year because next year it is going to be very difficult with the guys coming back for the Sooners. Very tough. You guys are awesome. We are Heartland College Sports Weekly, part of HeartlandCollegeSports.com. Who wins ISU or who wins, Iowa State or Texas? That's from Elton on Facebook Live. Elton, you got to check out the podcast, baby, midweek, okay? Subscribe to it there, wherever you get your podcast. We'll have the prediction for you on Wednesday. Be sure to go check it out. Leave us a rating and review. If you're on the podcast right now, we'll send you a free Heartland College Sports koozie in the mail. When you leave us um, a rating and review and send me a screenshot of that rating and review to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com. We appreciate all you guys uh, who have done that, who will continue to do that, and uh, happy Thanksgiving. We'll be talking to you then. Please go check out our written content at heartlandcollegesports.com right now. A ton of great stuff up on the website, and we'll talk to you guys soon. Don't forget about mybookie.com. If you want to bet the NFL today, mybookie.com, promo code BIG12. You double your sign-up right now at mybookie.com, the promo code BIG12. Put in 100 bucks, get 100 bucks right out of the gates. Love you guys. Happy Thanksgiving. We'll talk to you middle of the week on our podcast only as we preview what should be another great week of Big 12 football. Take care, guys. We'll talk to you soon.